Lord this morning for the reading of God's Word. Let's turn to the book of Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1, and beginning at verse 20, the writer says, Wisdom crieth, without she uttereth her voice in, sh in the streets. She crieth in the chief place of concords, in the opens of the gates. In the city she uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will ye? Love simplicity, and the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you, because I have called and ye refused. I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. But ye have set at not all my counsel, and would none of my repute. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh, when your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you. Then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early. But they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. Let's move down to verse 33. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. By the help of the Holy Ghost this morning, I want to I wanna talk about hearkening. To wisdom's cry, hearkening to wisdom's cry. You can be seated this morning. Here in this, the book of Proverbs, as you read throughout the book of Proverbs, there is a, a theme that you will read about here in this book. And what you will read and you will hear repeated over and over and over. It's about wisdom. Now, wisdom, this world has an ideal of what wisdom is. They have an ideal of what it means to understand, uh, to have knowledge. And I've come to find out that the Wisdom that is of this world is not the wisdom that is spoken of here in the book of Proverbs. Uh, matter of fact, you'll read in the Word and it teaches that the wisdom of this world, um, it tells us what it is like. It tells us that it is devilish and it tells us that it is sensual. Um, but it talks about a wisdom that comes from God or a wisdom that is from above. Um, 
That's the wisdom that I'm interested in this morning. That is what I am striving to obtain this morning. I want to know um, the wisdom. I want to obtain the wisdom that is recorded about in this book. Um, this world, it is spinning out of control. It is on a, a downward slope. It is going to, um, it's going to burn. It's going to be destroyed uh, with a fervent heat. And so, more than anything this morning, I want my ears to be open to what God is trying to get a hope, trying to say and trying to speak into my life. On a daily basis, I want to obtain true wisdom. I want to get good under, an understanding. I want to obtain knowledge, not the knowledge of this world, okay? Because the Bible tells us that this world and everybody is from, from this world, of this world, that they're ever learning, okay? But somehow they can't in their learning about the things of this life and this world and how this world operates and, and what, what is taught in textbooks and, and through so many other different things in this life, the writer tells us that they're never or not able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Okay? More than anything, I want to have knowledge of what is true this morning, of what is real, of what is of God this morning. Um, I don't want to believe a lie. I don't want to try to build my life upon lies and ideals and, and opinions and philosophy and old traditions I want to gain the knowledge that comes from God. I want to gain wisdom and understanding that, is com that comes from God. And what people don't understand is that wisdom is crying out to them every day. On a daily basis, wisdom is crying out to them, trying to get their attention, trying to get a hold of them and help them to understand what the right way is. On a daily basis, wisdom is trying to get a hold of people. You know what it means to have wisdom? It simply means to be able to make the right decisions, to have common sense. Not just hit and miss with making right decisions, but on a consistent basis. Daily, throughout my day, on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm able to make the right decisions. Not based on this world and, and this life, but based on the word of God. I'm able to make the right decisions according to God's word. That's what, it what wisdom really means. You're able to have a clear understanding. You, you have common sense when it's concerning certain things. You know what is right. You know what is wrong. If there's anything that I desire to have this morning, that is wisdom. I want God to impart some wisdom into my life. I want God, I want it more than the riches, than the wealth of this world. Because the Bible teaches that it's more precious than those things. It's more precious than silver. It's more precious than gold. It's more precious than rubies. All of the things of this life that you can imagine, the fortune, the fame, wisdom 
is a whole lot more important than that. And what some people don't understand, there is a beginning point for wisdom. There is a beginning. And the Bible tells us that the beginning of knowledge, it tells us that it is the fear of the Lord. You know, this world lacks true wisdom. And people say, well, how can you say that? How can you make that, um, that, that statement? This world lacks true wisdom. And the reason, how do we know that they lack true wisdom? It's because this world does not have a respect for the things of God. This world doesn't have a respect for God and who God is. This world disregards the things of God because the writer said, after he said that the, the beginning of knowledge is the fear of the Lord, he said, fools despise wisdom. This world despises true wisdom. They, they despise the wisdom that comes from God. Um, as God tries to instill in people's life the right things. God tries to help people to see what's the right path to take. God tries to instill in people's hearts that it's a whole lot more important to be concerned about where your spirit is going to um, end up for eternity than it is to be concerned about the right now, about the physical about the things that I can touch, about the things that I can, I can see, about the, about the things that, that is going on around me. It's a whole lot more important to be concerned about that world to come than it is about this world, that it will burn with a, with a fervent heat. But this world rejects the things of God. It despises instruction. It despises knowledge. It despises true wisdom that comes from above. If there's anything that I want this morning, I want to hear the cry of wisdom this morning. I want to hear God's word trying to get a hold of my heart. I want to hear God trying to get a hold of me and help me to see that the path that I have chosen is not the right path. That the direction that I'm going in is not the right one. That the attitude that I'm displaying, it is not the right one to have. Did anybody come to hear what the word of the Lord has to say this morning? Or did we just come to be, show up to say that we came to church and then we can go on about our day? No, I want to get something from God this morning. I want God to speak to my heart. I want him to speak to my mind. And more importantly, I want my ear to be open to what the Lord has to say to me this morning. Because I got news for you. Wisdom is crying and is trying to get a hold of us this morning. The question is, can we hear? Can we hear? And Solomon, in his writing, this writing, the book of Proverbs, he, he begins to talk about how wisdom stands and how he, he depicts wisdom as a, a, as a woman, as a she. He says how that wisdom stands in the busy intersections, in the, in the marketplaces, in the gates of the town. And is trying, is crying out loud, trying to get people's attention. 
trying to get a hold of them, trying to, trying to help them to understand that what the, the things that they have chosen are not the right things. He began to ask the question. He began to say in verse, verse 21, he says, She crieth in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates in the city. She uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning. He's talking about how that the people of this world, of this life, how they love things that has nothing to do with God. It has nothing to do with instruction. It has nothing to do with true knowledge. It has nothing to do with um, true wisdom. Okay? It has everything to do with what people want to be involved in. Um, as people are too busy to hear what the Lord is trying to say to them. As people are too caught up and too wrapped up in the right now, in what is going to please, what is going to satisfy this flesh, they're so caught up that they can't hear wisdom trying to get a hold of them and beckoning them and, and trying to grab a hold of them and help them to see that the path, the direction that they are going is leading to destruction. The Bible tells us You'll read where God begins to talk in the book of Hosea and how he begins to he begins to lay out why his people, why they're in the condition that they're in. So many people are so clueless to why their lives are the way they are. So many people lack understanding of why their lives are chaotic, why, they are, why their lives are spinning out of control, and there's nothing that they can really do about it as they try, but they figure out that they don't have the power, they don't have the answer. And so many people, are, they lack true understanding. Now, you ask anybody, they think that they have understanding and knowledge but they don't have it concerning the right thing. And I'm going to tell you, the knowledge that you gain in this world, it's not going to do you any good when it comes down to spiritual things. It's not going to do you any good when it comes down to the kingdom of God and obtaining what God has for you. It's not going to help you one bit. That's why we have to throw out the knowledge that we gain in this world and in this life, and in life experience, because you can't apply that to the things of God. You can't apply that when it comes down to living for God, and when it comes down to making decisions, the right decisions. you got to come, and you got to get the knowledge that comes from the Word of God. you got to get the wisdom that comes from God's Word. And so, in the book of Hosea, he's talking about a people and their lives are not in a good state. It's not good. It's not in a good condition. And the Lord begins to say that my people, that they are destroyed because they lack knowledge. There was a lacking of knowledge. 
Now, why did they lack knowledge? Why did they lack understanding? Why did they lack wisdom? It wasn't because they didn't have access to it. It wasn't because it wasn't available unto them. There are so many people that the decisions that they make in this life as they disregard the things of God, they disregard the word of God, they just throw it out of the window and they make decisions based on how they feel or what they think is okay and not a, a real big deal. But when the problem happens and when the problem comes to a head or or trouble comes because of decisions people make. They have no clue of why it happened. They feel that, well, the devil is t attacking me. Do you know that the devil does attack? The devil does. But do you know that the majority of our problems, it comes because of decisions we make, because we lack God's word? Do you know that it's not always the devil? Do you know that it's not always the devil messing up things? Sometimes the devil steps back as he sees we're doing a good enough job on our own. He ain't got to do nothing. He ain't got to mess with us. We're going to make a mess of it ourselves because we disregard God's word. We throw it to the wayside. And he said, my people, they lack knowledge. And it wasn't because they lack knowledge, he said, because they have rejected they rejected God. They rejected the word of God. They rejected um, instructions. They, they rejected counsel. And because of that, now they have, their lives are torn apart. They are, they are in, um, in a bad state as they have to deal with things that they normally wouldn't have had to deal with if they would have just listened to the word of God. This morning, I want my ears to be open to the word of God. I want to hear wisdom this morning. I can't think that my life is going to be okay and that everything is going to work out if I disregard God's word, if I throw things that have to do with God to the wayside. I can't expect that everything is going to be all right. Everything will not be all right. Things will fall apart all around me, but I made up in my mind that I don't want to lose one thing that God has put in my life. So I made up in my mind that I'm going to pay attention to what God's word is saying. I'm going to have my ears open. I'm not just going to hear it, but I'm going to apply it to my life. I'm going to apply it to my life. And so he goes on. And Solomon, he is speaking. He said in verse 20, 23, he said, turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. You know, God allows certain things to happen in our lives. He allows certain things to come not to destroy us, not to tear us down, but to correct us, to straighten us out, to hopefully cause us to turn around. Do you know that's speaking of repentance? Do you know that it's speaking of asking God for forgiveness? And not only asking him for forgiveness, but making it up in your mind that I'm going to 
lay it down. I'm not going to pick it back up. I'm going to make a turnaround. I'm going to change. I'm going to change in how I act. I'm going to change in how I'm thinking. I'm going to change in the decisions that I'm making. He said, turn at my reproof. Do you know the word of God will come forth to correct as God is trying to get people's attention. God is trying to help people understand the decisions that you're making. How you're going about things, it's not in line with my word. It's not in line with my plan. See, because if I'm thinking carnal, and if I'm trying to use the wisdom or the understanding that I've got of this world, I'll look at certain situations and I'll say, well, it's not a big deal. It's okay. It's not really a big deal. There's no problem with doing that. And all the while, I'm disregarding what this book says. And if I really dig, I'll find out that the thing that I'm saying is not a, real, a big deal, in here I'll find out that it is a big deal in God's eyes and how God sees things and how, how God perceives things. But you find out that's the wisdom. When we begin to think like that, we're using the, our own wisdom, the, the wisdom that we've gained in this world, in this life, that tells us, ah, that's not, you can go ahead and do that. That's not really nothing important. That's not going to hurt nothing. That's not going to bother anything. That's not going to disrupt anything. And, and we make our decisions based on the wisdom of this world. And this book is telling us completely different. It's trying to show us something different. It's trying to show us that, hey, that's not the right path. That's not the decision that you want to make. He said, behold, he said, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. If there's anything that I want this morning, I want God to open up my understanding to some things. I want God to help me to understand his way. I want him to make known my, his words unto me. More importantly, I want him to fill me with his spirit. Amen? Do you know that things, as you reject God's word and what God wants to do in your life, do you know that it's hard for you to understand God? It's hard for you to really understand this book. Things will be, remain closed off to you. Things will remain locked up as you can't expect for God to open up his book and open up his mind and reveal it to you if I'm disregarding God's word, if I'm not living according to his plan, if I'm not listening, if I'm not hearkening to the call of wisdom. I want God to fill me with the spirit. I, I need, listen, I came to the house of the Lord not just because I want to be here, not just because I came to fulfill some kind of quota that if I don't come, people are going to call me and ask me where you are. No, I came here understanding that I need a fresh touch of this spirit. If I came here for any other reason, then I came for the wrong reason. I came to have an encounter with Jesus Christ and nothing else. I need God to open up some things to me. Listen to what he says, because I'm going to tell you, in 
continue to live how I think is okay, how I think is fine, according to my own ways. What I'm telling God is that I don't need that. I don't want that. And this is what he says that is going to happen. Verse 24, he says, because I have called you, called and ye refused. God is calling people on a daily basis. And people are constantly refusing to answer. He's calling. He's calling. He's knocking on the door. And people daily, on a daily basis, refuses to answer. He said, because I have called and ye refused, I have stretched out my hand. That shouldn't fly over your head. As the scripture tells us that God stands with his hand stretched out all the day long. All the day long. He said unto a gang saying people. All day long God's hand is stretched out to them. He's trying to get their attention. He's trying to get them to recognize what he is offering them what he is trying to provide them with. He said, because I have, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. He said, but ye have set at night all my counsel and what not of my reproof. I, will, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh, as desolation and destruction cometh as a world wind. You know, a lot of times people get involved in things and they, they expect a certain result. But they don't, the real, the result that they get because of their actions and because of their decisions, they don't expect that. He talked about how that they sowed to the wind and they reaped the whirlwind. I promise you, they didn't expect what they received in return. But you can't expect good things. I can't expect good things when I disregard God's word, when I disregard him, when I walk past him all every, every single day as God is trying to get my attention, trying to help me, trying to get me to come into the direction that leads to him. I can't expect good things when I'm doing things according to my own will and my own plan. The, what I'm going to reap it's going to be a whole lot different. It's going to be a different thing. He said, verse 28, he said, Then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For, they, for that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore, shall they eat the fruit of their own way. The fruit of their own way. The fruit of their own way. What he is saying is, the scripture tells us, be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. A lot of times when people get involved in a lifestyle, that is not of God. People get into a re different lifestyles and, and relationships expecting 
expect something good to come out of it. They expect faithfulness to come out of relationships. But you can't expect faithfulness to come out of a a relationship that was built upon lust. It doesn't happen. And when it's built on that and what the fruit they they receive in return is unfaithfulness, do you know that that's the fulfillment of that scripture? That whatever you sow, you're going to reap that. You can't, there are people that get in certain lifestyles and, and they reap different things. People that have lived and said, you know, I'm not going to live with any kind of restrictions or I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to live it the way that I want to live it. And people, now you have, you'll have people that get into relationships and they think that everything is going to be all good until now. There are unwanted pregnancies that happen. And I'm just being real this morning. Unwanted pregnancies. And now they have to raise kids on their own. As they realize, this is not what I was looking for. This is not what I expected this to turn out to be. But the scripture, the Bible tells us what happens when we disregard wisdom. When we disregard God's word and and as God is trying to get a hold of us. He said that in their fear, in their time of trouble and distress, he said, they'll call on me. He said, but I'm not going to hear them. He said, I'm not going to hear them. They'll get up early and seek my face then. They'll pray then. They'll come to church then. They'll, they'll get serious then. But You're going to have to deal with that for a little while. You're going to have to deal with that because I tried to get a hold of you. I tried. I called out to you, and you didn't listen. My hands were stretched out all day long, and nobody regarded it. They disregarded it. Disregarded it. Didn't pay it any mind. No attention. And he said that, fruit they will eat their the fruit of their own way if there's anything that I want to make my mind up about I want to make my mind up that I'm going to listen to God I'm, 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 I want to make it up in my mind that I'm done playing games I'm done thinking that I have it all figured out and that I know what is right the truth is I don't know what's right And if I keep doing things my own way, then there's going to be destruction that takes place in my life. Not only in this life, but in the life to come. You know what? I want to make it up in my mind this morning that I need Jesus. I need God's word. I need it more than ever. I come to let God know that I need you, and I need you right now. I come to get my hands in the air. I come to open up my mouth and let God know that I'm done running away from you. I'm done disregarding what you're trying to do in my life. I'm done ignoring you. I want to pay attention to what God is saying and what God is trying to do in my life. Wisdom, true wisdom. People are so quick to say, well, that church thing, you ain't got to do all of that. You ain't got to 
you ain't got to stop running the streets. You ain't got to stop living like that. You, you, you know, you can still live for God, and, and, and God understands. You ain't got to get baptized in Jesus' name. You ain't got to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. All of that is not required. But I'll tell you, put it to the test. I'll tell you that because Jesus said it like this. He said, wisdom is justified of her children. Give it some time. Put it to the test. And I promise you, the person that lives for God versus the person that doesn't, I promise you, the person that lives for God, life is a whole lot more calmer. It is a whole lot better. And when I say that, I'm not talking about based on material things. I'm not talking about based on money and, and possessions. I'm talking about real peace. I'm talking about a home that is together. That there's not, there's not chaos and, 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 and um, so much drama. There are people's lives that are full of drama. I thank God the day he delivered me from drama. I thank God the day he delivered me from dysfunction. I thank God for the day that he gave me the right mind frame. People's lives are full of drama and just so much things that are not necessary that people wouldn't have to deal with if they would just only listen and hearken to the to wisdom's cry and find out what true wisdom is and let God begin to instill some things in their lives and help them to begin to make the right decisions and based on God's word not based on just anything based on the word of God there is a right way of doing things there is a right way we don't know what that way is the Bible says that there is a way that seemeth right to us. But what seems right to us, unfortunately, isn't. But the Bible says that his way, his thoughts, is higher than ours. His way, his thoughts are higher than ours. As the heavens are higher than earth, so is his ways and his thoughts higher than than ours. I don't know about anybody else, but I want, I want his way this morning. I want his way. I want his wisdom. Job said it like this. He said, wisdom is with the ancient. It's with it. You're not going to find wisdom, true wisdom in this world. You're not going to find it in the things of this life. You're going to find it in God. You're going to find it in the things of God. So many people think that they understand it. They, they, got, they got an understanding of what is right and, and what is, and what is um, the right way of doing things. And unfortunately, it's not according to God's word. It's not according to his word. Let's hear what he says if you would listen, if you would hearken. He said, but, un he said, but whosoever, whoso hearkeneth, unto me shall dwell safely. There's going to be some security. There's a refuge. 
shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. I'm so, listen, I'm going to tell you, the best day of my life is when I put it in the hands of God. When I stop, listen, when I stop trying to make decisions based on how I felt or how I thought, you know it's good to before you make any decision that you run it through the word of God. I'm talking about a decision based on your life, based on uh, how to raise your, your family, based on children. The, before you make any kind of decision, it's best to run it through God's word. See what God's word said. Well, well I know how I feel in my flesh, but what does God's word say about this? How does God does God, how does God view this? Because we know that the word of God is God's revealed mind, right? And if you want to know anything about how God feels about things, what he thinks about certain situations, and when it comes down to separation, when it comes down to family, whatever, go to the word of God, and you'll have God's revealed mind on each and every situation you'll ever face in this life. You'll find out if we're real honest about it. You'll find out that how we feel about things and how we perceive things is not how God views and not how God perceives and sees things. And you know what? I want what he has. I want to possess that. I want that kind of wisdom that I can make the right call. I can make the right decisions, not, not make the decision that I, I hope it works out. No, make a decision that I know that it will work out because I know that it's in line with God's word and it's in line with God's plan. A lot of people, they make decisions, well, I, I hope that works out. You know what? I can't gamble like that when it comes down to my salvation. I can't gamble like that when it comes down to the salvation of my family. I got to know that this is the right decision that I'm making. I got to know it. I can't sit back and hope that, uh, I hope everything works out. No. It's too valuable. It's too much at stake. I want the wisdom that comes from God. I want to hear wisdom's cry. God tries to get a hold of people as they are living their lives however they want to live it and making decisions on a daily basis. God tries to get a hold of people. God tries to get a hold of us on a daily basis. I want to make it up in my mind that I'm done disregarding what God is trying to do. I'm done shrugging off the call that is going out. As God is trying to reach me, God is trying to get a hold of me. God is trying to help me to understand some things. God is trying to show me a better way of living. God is trying to help me to see that you don't have to live in, with heartache and pain any longer. You don't have to live in chaos any longer. God is trying to help me to see that 
there is a better way of doing things. And I have what you have need of. I'm going to tell you, it's not found in the things of this life. So many people have made decisions on their own. And now people are reaping the fruit of their decisions. And I promise you, they're not enjoying what they have to deal with and what they're going through. As it's heartache, it's pain, it's misery, it's, it's people are in state of depression. The devil has so many people bound up because people refuse to listen to true wisdom. This world doesn't have wisdom. This world has philosophy. It has opinion. That's not wisdom. True wisdom is found in the things of God. It's found in the word of God. If you want it, it's time to open up that Bible. If you want it, it's time to seek after God for it. Solomon could have asked God for anything, but he asked God for an understanding heart, for wisdom, understanding heart, so that he could discern between good and evil. Do you know that it's hard to discern what is right and what's not if you don't have the wisdom that comes from God? It's hard to. It's hard to perceive. It's hard to discern it. It's hard to understand it. I want the wisdom that comes from God this morning. Let us stand this morning in the house of the Lord. He said, turn. Turn at my reproof. He said, and I will pour out my spirit on you. He said, I'll make known my words to you. I want God to show me himself. I want God to reveal himself to me. I want God to reveal his words to me. I don't want to keep making the same old Foolish decisions. I don't want to keep going and walking in the path that is leading to destruction. Because God tries to get a hold of people. God tries. He reaches for people. He's calling. He tries to get a hold of people before it's too late. And people in the busyness of living this life and obtaining and trying to gain things of this life. Disregard God. I don't have time for that. Got better things to do. I got to live my life. And too many times things happen and occur in people's lives. Problems, situations, heartache, pain, and people don't know why. They don't know why. And it's because people reject knowledge. They reject real knowledge. Said my people lack knowledge. They are destroyed because they lack knowledge. They lack it. I don't want to lack anything this morning because I know that I don't have to. I know that God has given me an opportunity to learn of him, to learn of his ways to grow in grace and knowledge. 
God has given me an opportunity to be baptized in the precious name. How many know that his name is Jesus this morning? How many know that there is only one God this morning and his name is Jesus? God has provided me an opportunity to be baptized in his name. I want to grab a hold of that opportunity. I don't want to disregard it. I don't want to reject it. I want to grab a hold of it. God has given me an opportunity to allow him to put something new in my life, something that is going to change me for the good, something that is going to erase all of the heartache and the pain and, and the letdown. God has given me an opportunity to change me, change how I think, change my bad attitude. I want to grab a hold of, his op of that opportunity. I want to hear cry of wisdom this morning. Wisdom is crying out to me and it's telling me, trying to get me to understand that it's time that I get serious about living for God. It's time that I allow God to work in my life and yield. I want to hear that cry this morning. I don't want to have a deaf ear to it. I want to hear it this morning. Let's lift up our hands this morning. Let's call upon the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice and cry out to him this morning. Come on, it's about time that I allow. It's about time that I stop playing games. It's about time that I gain true wisdom this morning. God is, God is making it available unto me on a day, daily basis. Come on, I gotta, I gotta stop doing things according to how I want to do them and how I think is right. What about what I think is right? I don't want to think. I don't want to make decisions on based on how I feel in the moment or in the, in the time. I want to go to the Word of God. What does God's Word says about it? What does God say about it? There are people that are dealing with heartache and pain right now because of decisions that they made in disregarding God's word and in disregarding God trying to get a hold of him. Somebody make it up in your mind. I'm done putting him off. I'm done making these kinds of decisions. I'm going to base my decision on the word of God. Somebody lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Cry out to the Lord. Let God have his way in your heart this morning. Let God touch your mind. Let him touch your heart. Let him speak to you. Come on, somebody. Can you hear wisdom trying to get a hold of you? Come on. I don't want to wait until I'm going through heartache and pain. I don't want to wait until I, I lose things that are valuable to me. Then I want to seek after him. I want to seek after him right now. I want to call out to him right now. I want to allow, allow God to have his way in my life. I need what God is offering. I need what he's making available unto me. Come on. Come on, somebody. We all need a touch of his presence here this morning. This altar is open this morning. Somebody come down with your heart. Lift it with your hands.